0: This is Indiana. This is high school basketball. This is Hoosier Hysteria. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Spotlight Game on 95.7 FM. High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio is presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack. More tires. Great prices. Visit TireRack.com. Now let's go courtside with Bob Berger and Angelo DiCarlo.
1: If you go to St. Joe, there's no competition you look forward to more than the one against Marion. If you go to Marion, there's no showdown you anticipate more than the one against St. Joe. Tonight, it's the battle all of us in the local Catholic community get pumped up for. It's St. Joe and Marion in the Holy War on the Hardwood Girls Hoops Edition. Welcome to the high school girls basketball spotlight game on Redeemer Radio, presented by Tire and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. And since it's a holy war battle, we have a third presenting sponsor tonight, in Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Learn more about Andrew by visiting Andrew Weiss, K O F C dot com. I'm Angel DiCarlo coming to you live from Alumni Gym at St. Joseph High School in downtown South Bend, where tonight the 10 and 5. St. Joe Indians hosts 11-4 Marion. Girls game only tonight. They have split up the doubleheaders, uh, so the boys game will be coming up next Tuesday night. My broadcast partners, Bob Berger, Riley Wildcats, coaching legend. Coach, St. Joe has owned this series in girls basketball for a long time. They had won eight straight meetings until uh, last year when Marion got the dub. Everyone playing on the court tonight has not forgotten about the win from a year ago because it meant so much on both sides in different forms.
2: Well, I think you're absolutely right. I know St. Joseph's. Hey, they don't. They want to get back on the winning end of things. They didn't like losing to Marion. Marion, hey, they want to get a win again. That make it two straight. I say these two teams are very evenly matched. So we ought to have a great game here tonight.
1: You know, it's interesting that they finally broke that jinx how much that meant and and how much when i came last week i you were with me at marion interviews yesterday when i came to st joe interviews everybody talking about how well we lost to him they they're more than aware um so i know it's been a year but you talk about you always like talking about that avenger factor can it play from one year to the next when it's a rivalry
2: as opposed to just in season well i think it's a exactly you right you can you look at that familiar you know as we saw the interviews and we saw on social media and we'll hear on our uh, interviews with a couple of players this is the most important game of the season more than one person said that so it's in their mind it's been in their mind for a long time, Marion does not want to say last year was a fluke, you you know. And uh, St. Joe, again, getting back on the winning ways, and they have thought about this for a long time. All right, before we go any further, let's take you to the pregame prayer.
3: This is Father Terry Coonan from St. Therese Little Flower Catholic Church, also the chaplain at St. Joseph High School. Let us pray. God our Father, we thank you for all the ways you have blessed us in Christ your Son, in a particular way for the gifts of sport and of community. We ask your blessing on all of our athletes, our coaches, our officials, and our fans. May we work together to build up your kingdom, where with Our Lady, with St. Joseph, and with all the saints, we hope to live with you and praise you forever and ever, amen. St. Joseph, pray for us.
1: And the St. Joe, uh JV team prevailed in the JV game, 50 to 47, in uh, a a pretty close game throughout. That everyone in the gym was just hoping did not go to overtime, coach. But (laughs) including us, yes, (laughs) including us. It was always, it was certainly a possibility, though. Marion hung tough the whole way. They were up early on, so. Uh, but Saint Joe came back, so congratulations to the Saint Joe JV team on their victory because you know that means a lot to them as well.
2: Oh, it does, and I tell you, Marion had a shot at the end, a three-pointer, which would have tied it, which could have sent it to overtime. But the ball was in and out, and Saint
1: Joseph prevailed. The captains are meeting right now with the officials: Christina Heimlich and Jaden Rangel for Marion; Kachlin Biffle and Geralchek and Keegan Sullivan for St. Joe, they're at midcourt right now. St. Joe hasn't played in 10 days, coach. Marion, meanwhile, played two games Friday, two games Saturday, so who has the advantage in that? The team that hasn't played and is rested but might be a little bit rusty
2: versus the team that's certainly not rusty, but may not have fresh legs. I tell you, you you put me on the spot, Ange, because I really don't know. Sometimes when you're winning and Marion won three or four, you just want to keep playing. You don't need, you don't want to practice. You got it going. Again, St. Joseph, though, has had time to maybe correct a few things that uh, they weren't exactly happy with. Coach Krabuszewski was not totally happy with. So they have some time to correct some things, while Marion does not have time. They had one practice to try to correct things. So who's going to prevail? Hey, we're going to have to wait about an hour and a half to find out who has the advantage.
1: All right, uh, St. Joe, as we said, hasn't played. So, again, we're st- they're still trying to figure things out. But, uh, you know, I- I'm interested to see w- what happens here in terms of the way uh, Marion is handling things and and being able to get their legs back. I know they said specifically yesterday they were going to do a lot of running because they knew they had to be ready to
2: go. Well, i tell you, as we were at practice, uh, even the coaches said their legs were tired. You know, and they didn't play. They were sitting on the bench, but four games in two days really can take something out of you. All right, let's take a look at the starting
1: lineups. First for the visiting Mary Knights, coached by Steve Scott, 54-13 and 13 in his third season. Uh, they got four guards and one big on a team that is 11 and 11-4 on the year and 4-2 and two in the NIC. The big is 6-1 senior Christina Heimlich averaging 14 points and 9.5 rebounds
2: per game, Coach. I tell you, she is, uh, and I've said it before, she might be one of the most improved players in the Michiana area. She was uh, has just come on very strong, not only on the board, but uh, is really offering a lot of punch in scoring. Didn't offer that much scoring last year. This year, she's really a go-to player. And then the other two returning starters from last year, 5'8 junior
1: McKenzie Hutchin. Hutchin posting 14.3 points, 7.1 rebounds, 4.1 steals, assists and three steals per game she does a little bit of everything
2: well i tell you as you look at the stats she's in the top two in just about every stat that marion has she's uh, you know whether it's rebounding it's scoring it's assists she's uh, up there in just about all statistical uh you know statistical information so she's the one that marion really needs and the other
1: returning starter five four senior jaden Rangel. You know, they really need to get her going. She's only hit six three-pointers on the season. Uh, what What is she? She's six of... Let's see, I lost my track there. She's six of 48, 48. from beyond the three. You know, they're playing well. If they can get her shooting the ball from beyond the arc the way she was last year, Marion turns into a really dangerous team.
2: Oh, they do. They really open things up outside, and uh, not only for the penetrators that Marion has, but also for the bigs inside. We do know that Jaden Rangel got 18 points. That was in the uh, last game against Munster, so maybe she's... Coming around, I think she just got two threes in the last game, but she did score 18, so maybe that's a sign of good things to come for the Marion Knights. Jaden's little sister Payton is a 5'5 sophomore,
1: starting starter, averaging 5.5 points per game, and 5'8 freshman navea Foster has been as advertised 18.2 points per game.
2: Well, I'll tell you, she is what I read some uh, scouting reports and we're talking about state scouting. Report. She was ranked the number two freshman in the state of Indiana. So she's uh, not only making her name known in, in the Michiana area, but she's also making her name known statewide. So she's an outstanding player. And again, another one of these players that does just a little bit of everything. For St. Joe, ten and five on the season,
1: five and two in the NIC. They've shuffled with the starting lineup a bit since we last saw them on December tenth, but back to that lineup that started the season in the front court. Two seniors, six foot, and check, averaging five point six points per game and six point nine rebounds per contest. She's been really that force down under for for St. Joe, coach.
2: She really has. And against Rushville, the last game that they played, she had seven blocks and she wow. also. You know, uh, I had a number of shots that they were trying. they went up against her that were, weren't were even close to going in, an intimidation factor. So she is going to be the big threat inside underneath the basket. Her and Heimlich, Goralczyk and Heimlich, ought to be great to watch that duel
1: underneath the basket. And the other senior starter in the front court, 5'11, Cashlyn Biffle going for 11 points and 5.3 rebounds per contest. The wing is junior Sarah Heestand She's averaging 7.3 points per game. And again, uh, you know, they they need Heestand to play uh,
2: up a level here
1: tonight. To, to be able to come away with the victory over Marion.
2: Well, I tell you, she's playing better and better all the time. Just a junior, and uh, I remember the last game we did of uh, St. Joseph's against Riley. I called uh, her a role player, and I, I did correct myself though. <laughs> and I will, and I, I know I said it now, but it'll be the last time I say that. And then 5'7 uh, sophomore in the
1: backcourt, Kelly Radikin, 6.4 points and 3.5 assists per game.
2: Uh, she's coming into her own just a sophomore. Well, she is. And just like you say, just a sophomore getting valuable, valuable experience, really helping this St. Joseph team to get off to the 10-5 and five start that they have. And then 5'11 senior
1: Keegan Sullivan, 17.1 points per game. She has 37 three-pointers, 9.9 rebounds per game, 4.1 assists per game, 3.8 steals per game. She leads in every single one of those categories on her team. Uh, You don't see that very often that one player is your leader in points, rebounds assists and steals Coach. that's
2: amazing i guess i did not realize that looking at the the stat sheets in advance she's just one of a family of outstanding sullivan players and uh, i'll tell you she's just uh plays hard plays gritty and uh and i tell you in all honesty she's got to be really considered for the NIC most valuable player. She has to be right up there in the conversation with a couple of other girls, but she uh, is really gonna be a factor.
1: St. Joe is coached by Becca Brashewski goodman in her second season. The Tribe had an unexpected dip in their season, losing three of four games before winning their last three contests. But again, they haven't played in 10 days. So I I think it's very interesting to see how they're going to play because I don't think any of us saw them losing three or four games at one point, but now they've, They've bounced back, but now they've had this layover,
2: so it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Well, I'll tell you, they lost to a couple of teams. that kind of surprised me. I would say very average teams. I hope nobody from uh, Elkhart Central, North Judson, or Northridge are listening. But uh, Well, Elkhart know, Central's leading the pack they, in the they NIC, are, they are, so they've been they, great. They but. started poorly, but now Central has really become a factor in the conference. So, uh, again, maybe that one wasn't such a big upset, but, again, it's an outstanding bounce back for the
1: Indians. And the one that really stunned me was, uh, you know, early season loss to Bremen. You know, before even those games, and that one was that one was kind of crazy because, um, you know, they lost by like twenty points to yeah. Bremen. Now
2: Bremen's much improved this year, and Bremen but, is, uh, you know, going to be playing the Marion Girls real soon. So we'll see how they match up. But, you know, to lose to them by 20 points is not something you would expect uh, by by any means. All right,
1: crowd starting to settle in here. Nice crowd here at St. Joe. There may not be as many Marion fans here tonight because the Marion boys are actually playing at home tonight against Goshen because that was that game that was supposed to start the season. Unfortunately, this is kind
2: of the day they had to make it up, but it is kind of a fortune that way to go head to head with the Holy War. Okay, and we know that Marion is down nine to six after one quarter in the boys' game over at Demetrius Jackson Court. So
1: it's Marion and St. Joe, again, our presenting sponsors here tonight, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, TIRAC, and Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. I saw Andrew already in the house to check in and, and watch this game. We appreciate Andrew's support. He's actually uh, being the presenting sponsor of all our broadcasts of the Holy Wars as we will also have the boys game next Tuesday and then coming up in May, we will broadcast the Holy War baseball and softball contests as well. And leading up to this game, I uh, spoke with Keegan Sullivan from St. Joe while Coach Berger had the opportunity to chat with Marion Senior Christina Heimlich. We'll start with my conversation with Keegan. All right, Keegan. Uh, Obviously, a huge game—the holy war, final chance to play in the regular season. Most likely, we'll probably play them in the in the postseason. You never know. But uh, what's this one going to mean uh, come uh, tip-off time?
4: Well, obviously, Marin has been my main appointment or er, opponent for the last three years, and this is my senior year, and I'm really looking forward to playing them again. It's always a good game. It's always really good competition, and most of the times we play them it's really close and i know this one's going to be really important to the rest of my team too because they're really good this year and now that i'm a senior cash is senior and senior we're really going to bring our um our all and we really want to win this this year
1: your big brother played in this game your big sister played in this game what's this one mean to your well and now your little brother's playing on the other side but what's this game mean to your family
4: well i just really want to beat marion because they've always been my rival and even now that my brother's at Marion, I still really want to beat them. And that even kind of makes it better to win. <laughs> Talk some smack to him too.
1: Where do you feel you guys are at right now? Obviously you guys went through a losing streak, trying to re-identify and find yourselves and you kind of have done that uh, in the last few games. Where do you feel you guys are heading into this game?
4: I think we had a low just so we could get that high and we're on that high right now. And I think we're really going to go into this game, really wanting to win and give it our all. I think that our lows this season have really taught us a lot of stuff and we've learned a lot of things about who we are as a team and who we are individually on the floor and off the court. And we've really grown together and I think we're going to bring our all the rest of the season and into the uh, regular or into regional sectionals and semi-state and then state
1: sounds good best of luck in this one
4: thank you
2: <laughs> now let's send it over to coach Berger with the Marion side of things coach thank you Anj. and joining us now senior starter for the Marion Knights Christina Heimlich Christina welcome to Redeemer radio thank you now you're a four-year starter for our player for the Marion Knights this is your fourth time in the holy war what does this game mean to you
5: um, it means everything especially as a senior because it's the Holy Wars so it's the rivalry game and I'm just really excited to get out there and play.
2: Now last year you beat them by four points. Uh, you hope for a repeat performance because Saint Joe wants uh, a little revenge.
5: Yeah, definitely we we don't want them to get that much confidence and we want to do the same thing as last year.
2: Now we know in your tournament you play you won three out of four games and uh...
5: um, we've gotten so much better the past few weeks our shot selection is so much better we're getting better at defense and we're just really excited to go into this game you know we're really prepared and we're really just ready to play them
2: all right now as we look at look at the game here what do you think is a key for Marion to defeat St. Joseph Indians
5: Um, I think really just to stay focused and to keep our composure
2: now as we're looking at this this year there's a little added uh, to, the, to the game because St. Joe is going to be in your sectional. Do you approach the game any different th- with that uh, in mind?
5: Yeah, definitely. Just knowing that we're going to see them again in February, just to make a statement now and know that they don't have any hope in February.
2: Okay. Well, thank you very much, and good luck against the Indians.
5: Thank you.
1: That was Christina Heimlich, and before that, Keegan Sullivan, now both teams being introduced on the floor right now. Marion's already been introduced. The St. Joe Indians getting introduced right now and running through the lineups one more time for you. For Marion, it'll be Navea Foster, Mackenzie Hutchin, Jaden Rangel, Peyton Rangel, and Christina Heimlich. For St. Joe, Kelly Radikin, Cashlin Biffle, Keegan Sullivan, Ann Garalczyk, and Sarah Heastamp. Both teams are now on the floor, Marion in their traditional royal blue with white numbers. The St. Joe Indians wearing white. They've got the Columbia blue on their shorts, dark blue numbers with the Indians in white across
2: the chest. Those are nice uniforms that St. Joseph has. I do like them, and you can see yeah. those numbers really you well. You can see the numbers well, and uh, hey, they did their white on white with the word Indians. We're ready to go. And we are underway, <laughs> and Marion
1: wins the opening tip. They will go left to right as you listen to us. Mackenzie Hutchin has it just before midcourt, colored by Sullivan, now gives it off to Nevea Foster. Foster stops her dribble to Jaden Rangel on the right wing, covered by Kelly radikin tries to pass it inside, has it stolen away by Keegan Sullivan. First turnover of the game. Sullivan for three, nothing but net. Three-nothing St. Joe, just like that, Coach. Well,
2: I tell you, Sullivan, she was going to shoot that ball as she's coming down the floor. She felled it, and she delivered. Sullivan committed to Division II Rockhurst. Navea
1: Foster wide open in the right corner for Marion and her triple is good and well she'll be playing division one probably in four years as well she's been outstanding it's three three just like that she's shooting 33 percent on the year and she looked like better than that putting that one up he stand goes up for three this one rims off Heimlich with the rebound Heimlich averaging just under 10 rebounds per game so expect her to be in that double oh, double range nice against move. here tonight Peyton Rangel drives inside, misses the shot. Rebound comes down to Rangel, gives it off to her sister. Jaden. goes inside. She's fouled, and Jaden will go to the free throw
2: line now to shoot two. I tell you, as we watch the Rangel sisters, they seem much more aggressive here in the first two offensive positions than what I have seen them in a while. So they're ready to play tonight. So Jaden Rangel at the free throw line,
1: 7 of 12 on the season for 58%. 3-3 here, 6.51 to play in the first quarter. Rangel's first free throw is up and good. And this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work
2: since 1982. I tell you, Marion's shooting almost 80% on the year, and uh, that's great free throw shooting for a team. I think just under
1: 80%. And she misses the second free throw, so Marion's lead is 4-3 St. Joe has the ball opposite end. Garalchak uh-huh. from the free throw line has her shot blocked. Rebound comes down to Peyton Rangel, gives it off to Foster. Has it stolen away by Garalchak. Second turnover here for Marion in the early outset of this game. A minute and a half in. radikin top of the key, <laughs> nothing but net on the triple for Kelly radikin Well, I tell you, threes are raining here early. radikin her 14th three-pointer on the season, doesn't have a great... Average from beyond the arc, just 20%, but gets it going early on, and St. Joe has the 6-4 lead. Well, you know, St. Joseph playing a half-court man-to-man defense. Rangel has the ball knocked out of her hands by Radican and goes out of bounds, so Foster will now inbound on he, the
2: far sideline. He stand has been matched up against Foster from Marion, and she's just in her face the whole time. She's not helping anybody else. That's her job to stop Foster. Heimlich. With the long-range jumper, 15-footer won't
1: go. Rebound for Sullivan. Sullivan, top of the key, covered now tightly by both Hutchin and Foster. Gives it off to Heastan, who drives inside, and we got a whistle. Blocking foul called on Marion,
2: I believe, on Peyton Rangel. Well, it did. As we saw uh, Heastan, she just lowered the shoulder, and she went in there to the basket. It was fortunate, really, to get a blocking foul on Marion. Sullivan. Off the
1: inbound pass, has it top of the key, pick set by Biffle, Sullivan for three, and nothing but net once again, and St. Joe is feeling it here early on, three
2: three three-pointers, two from Sullivan. The Tribe are out to a 9-4 lead. Well, I tell you, Sullivan's just an outstanding three-point shooter, you know, a little over 35%, so she's got a lot of confidence putting it up. Here's Heimlich. Driving inside,
1: kicks it out to Peyton Rangel, the three in the corner, (laughs) and it's good. And that's the spot for Marion here tonight. Both Foster and Rangel have hit from the coffin corner.
2: Well, I tell you, you know, she's only shooting 30% on the air, but looking good. Here's Sullivan,
1: (laughs) this triple won't go down. Peyton Rangel with the rebound, brings it across mid-court now at the three-point line, pulls it out, gives it a res- sister. go into the corner to Hutchin. Hutchin from the left corner, three. This one won't drop. Biffle gets the rebound for St. Joe. Okay,
2: Biffle, one of our interns.
1: job. And here's Radikin with a long-range three, a little bit too much on that one. Rebound comes down to Peyton Rangel, who's got a couple of boards here in the last two possessions.
2: Again, when you get rebounding from your guards, it really helps out. Helps out those people underneath the basket. Well, and then the pass here tipped away, apparently, by St. Joe.
1: Remain Marion basketball on the inbound pass, far sideline. Well, you say that, <laughs> but Marion <laughs> does play four guards, so they need rebounding They're from gonna some their to. guards. They're going <laughs> to have to. You're, you're right. Can't be all on Christina Heimlich. Here's Hutchin <laughs> with the ball on the right wing, covered by Sullivan, off to Foster. Foster, really long three pointer. This one won't go down. Goralczyk. Gets the rebound, gives it off to Sullivan. Sullivan bounce pass inside the Biffle. A little bit too much
2: on it, out of Biffle's range. He goes out of bounds and a turnover on the Tribe. Well, I tell you, this game is starting just the way we anticipated. These two teams just going at each other, going at each other hard. First turnover for St. Joe. Marion has two.
1: It is 9-7 St. Joe here, midway through the first quarter in the Holy War battle. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you here. Inside pass to Christina Heimlich. She goes by
2: Geralchak, gets it off the window and in. I'll tell you, Heimlich, uh, not Heimlich, uh, excuse me, uh, Hudson made a nice pass. Got the angle, put a bounce pass in there to her. Biffle oh, underneath oh,
1: has honey. the ball taken right out of with her hands hand. by Heimlich. Well yeah. done there by Christina yeah. Heimlich. Yeah. Outlet pass up to Hudson, her shot won't go, and Sullivan gets the rebound. Sullivan brings it up the floor, fast paced, First quarter action here in the Holy War, and now Sullivan pulls it out. The look to reset gives it off to Radigan just in front of midcourt.
2: Hans, oh, do you think Heimlich? Did you give her a block shot on that, or just a takeaway? I think I think it was a block shot and a rebound. It was, probably, rebound. was. It was probably you're right. He
1: grabbed it. Sullivan puts up the three pointer, won't go. Heimlich gets the rebound on that play, and the ball comes up to Hutchin, across midcourt, over to Peyton Rangel. Peyton Rangel three pointer rims off, ball tipped around. Foster gets the board. Foster drives inside.
2: She's fouled going up for the shot. Foster go to line to shoot two. I tell you, I think that's where Foster is really most effective. When she can take that ball to the basket, she knows how to create offense by off the dribble and getting to the basket. And here it's paying off. She's got a couple of free throws. So Foster to the line. This trip to the free throw
1: line brought to you by Office Interiors. I'd like to say special thanks to Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. He's the presenting sponsor for our broadcast of tonight's Holy War matchup between St. Joe and Marion. In fact, Andrew will be the presenting sponsor for our Holy War broadcast of girls basketball, boys basketball next Tuesday night, and for the first time, baseball and softball coming up in May. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more about Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance by visiting Andrew Weiss KOFC. Dot com. Foster goes one of two from the free throw line. Opposite end, Radikins three won't go. Sullivan is fouled going up for the shot after getting the rebound. She'll go to the line to shoot two. I tell you,
2: Sullivan got in a great position there on the defensive board, and Sullivan's are all very aggressive, and they're gonna go get the ball. This trip to the free throw line, brought to you by Office
1: Interiors, and one of the intriguing storylines is that, well, Keegan's dad and little brother are not here tonight because, well, her little brother is the, is a starter as a freshman for Marion, and her dad, Sean, is
2: the assistant coach. So, so they're busy tonight. The family is split, and Marion is leading 19 to 17 at halftime. Sullivan goes one of two from the free
1: throw line. We're tied at 10. Kendall Bethel gets the ball. She comes into the game, and has her pass stolen away by My- Mia Naman, who is in the game for the first time as well. Sullivan leading all scores with seven points here. Tied at 10, 2.30 to play in the first quarter. Naman drives inside, gives it off to Sullivan. Sullivan call for the travel. Second turnover of the game for the Tribe.
2: Again, Marion in that 2-3 zone and uh, it's forced St. Joseph to shoot from outside and they've made three of them. But uh, again, you always count on them not hitting that kind of percentage the whole ball game.
1: 220 to play here in the first quarter. 10-10 is our score. Here's Foster, left corner. Gives it off to Hutchin for Marion. They'll swing it around all the way to Bethel in the right corner. Back to Peyton Rangel. Cross-court pass inside, tented for Foster. Knocked out of bounds by Neman.
2: Remains Marion basketball. They'll inbound in front of the basket. Foster's been wide open in there. She's calling for the ball, and uh, they got it. But the St. Joe defense collapsed. Foster tries to the inbound is. underneath, but a steal there by Biffle.
1: Biffle brings it the length of the court, goes up for the short-running J, and Cash Biffle's on the
2: scoreboard for the St. Joe Indians, and St. Joe's up 12-10. to 10. And that was just a high dribble by Biffle. It was not a, a carry or a double dribble, but the Marion fans wanted a call there, though. And now Biffle's called for the foul as McK- uh, Mackenzie Hutchin
1: drives into her, and I think both players' knees collided. Uh, so a little, bit of a little bit of a stinger for both players as Hutchin will go to the free-throw line. Uh, Looking to
2: shoot two, it appears. Well, we do have Dr. Radigan in the crowd here tonight, so uh, there will be no concern if uh, we do have some injuries. (laughs) Hutchin to the free throw line. This trip to the free throw
1: line brought to you by Office Interiors. She makes the front end. Radigan checking back in. Biffle will take
2: a break on the bench. And again, Hutchin, a 50% free throw shooter on the year. 70 percent coach 70 thank you very much eyes are going bad i appreciate it Ange. <laughs> she
1: makes both free throws we're tied at 12 140 to play here in the first quarter Radikan gives it off to namon covered by kendall bethel back to Radikan on the right wing inside pass that for sullivan it. sullivan using her height inside bucket and the foul She went over to the top of Hutchin, then Foster came to help her out and it didn't matter either way because Sullivan just taller than both of them and she was able to go
2: up and over and gets the bucket. And again, she wanted the ball. She went after it and went after it hard. She was determined she was going to get it. This trip to the free throw line
1: brought to you by Office Interior. Sullivan at the free throw line, looking to complete the old fashioned three point play. Cannot do it as it rims off. Nine points now for Sullivan. St. Joe leads by two. Hutchin brings the ball up the floor. Tries to pass it off. Has it tipped away by Sullivan. Ooh. Heimlich Ooh. gets it. Gives yeah. it off to Hutchin. And Hutchin with a double dribble.
2: <laughs> Everybody knew it, including <laughs> herself. I think it happened so quick. And I don't think the referee, did she really do that? You know, but it was double dribble. And they finally, they made the call. Fifth turnover of the first quarter for Marion. Now
1: they get the third one on St. Joe. Nope, maybe not. It's going to... Yes, they're yes, going to say it's will. out on St. Joe and Marion gains possession as they put the trap on Sullivan and forced the
2: turnover. Well, they did. They doubled her right out there at half court, and even there was a, a third person coming up there to make the trap on Sullivan. 109 to play first quarter,
1: 14-12. St. Joe up by two. Foster brings the ball inside, gives it off to Bethel, back to Hutchin, left wing for Heimlich, top of the key now for Bethel, picks up by Heimlich. She takes it, goes to the left side, now gives it off to Foster. Foster just beyond the arc drives inside puts it Ugh. up won't go girl check the rebound just 14. a nice move just couldn't quite finish it off Naman oh. drives inside blocking foul called on hutchin uh, and yeah. hutchin's gotta be uh, careful yeah, now it, she get, stays out of foul trouble i believe that's her second second
2: i believe but, uh, they're gonna say
1: it's the first actually okay okay I'm, they must have given okay. an earlier foul okay. to someone else so Non-shooting foul here for St. Joe. Radekin will inbound underneath the basket. Throws it into the backcourt. Nearly goes all the way to midcourt. But Sullivan tracks it down. Now Naman has it. 40 seconds left in the first quarter. Heastan gets it underneath. Can't make the shot. She's fouled.
2: Non-shooting foul. And St. Joe will inbound underneath the basket again. Okay. Uh, Christina did not like that call. I like Christina. She's a good interview and just a fine young lady. Wants to go to Purdue next year. Study in, uh, in business. Radikin will inbound. Gives it off
1: underneath to Heastam. Wide open for the bucket. Almost like a backdoor pass, even though it was
2: on an inbound pass. Uh, Well executed out of bounds play by the St. Joseph Indians. Now
1: on the opposite end, Foster goes up and in for the land. So she's got six. It's 16-14.
2: St. Joe up by two. Well, I can see Cashlyn Biffle walking behind the St. Joseph bench. I don't know if she's injured or what. Sullivan goes up for the jumper
1: and gets it to drop with three seconds left. Hutchin, three-quarter court shot. It won't drop in. That'll do it for the first quarter. St. Joe leads 18-14. Timeout. We'll be back with second quarter action right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. TireRack.com
0: has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day. Free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
6: What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit, member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives by providing products and services to save them money. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it away to our members' favorite charities. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values, why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.
1: St. Joe leading 18-14 after one quarter of play. as the Indians are up by four in the Holy War. Let's go courtside to our St. Joe's student reporter, Zach Smith.
3: Listening in on that huddle with Coach Scott from Marion, they really want to pick up the defensive intensity in this second quarter. They were not happy with 18 points given up.
1: All right, thank you very much. Nice job there, Zach. job, Zach. Zach Zach handling sideline reporter duties for us here tonight. St. Joe's senior, Josh Jude on stats. Cam Duranick from Marion is handling social media so we got everyone pretty much involved and Goralchak goes up for the shot won't go and a loose ball jump ball called and possession now in favor of Marion.
2: I tell you and speaking of Zach I'll tell you I want to thank the coaches for the Marion and St. Joe both boys and girls for you know cooperating and helping and allowing Zach into a huddle when I was coaching I don't know if I allowed Zach in or not but, I don't know uh, they're better people than I am I don't know if we ever really <laughs> ask permission we just do it oh i well, like for three won't go. Well, then, the then they're just playing nicer than I am. That might be true. <laughs> That's easily true. <laughs> Here's
1: check Nice pass inside for Radikin. The shot, though, won't go down, and Heimlich the rebound.
2: Heimlich seems to be really doing a good job on the boards. I don't know how many she has right now. Hutching gives it off to Foster.
1: And then Three-pointer Ooh. for Jaden Rangel won't go.
2: Naman with the rebound. Marion has now gone to a half-court man-to-man defense. They've gotten out of their 2-3 zone. Maybe that was one thing that uh, Coach addressed when uh, Zach was in the huddle there. Wasn't happy with the defense in the zone, so they're trying a different one.
1: Radikin three-pointer won't go. Jaden Rangel with the rebound for Marion. Here's Kendall Bethel. They'll swing it around. Foster wide
2: open for three from the right wing, and it's good. I tell you, she just had the feet were set. Everything was perfect. Got the pass in the right spot for the three.
1: Opposite <laughs> end shot won't go down for the Indians. Girl, check the rebound. Sullivan for a long two. It won't go down. He's standing the rebound for St. Joe. Now it's... Sullivan bringing the ball up the floor or bringing it back out. Gives it off to Neman. Shot won't go down. Another St. Joe go. rebound <laughs> as Easton tips it to Garalchak. They'll swing it around. He stands pass is stolen away by Hutchin. Hutchin's pass oh. is stolen away by Sullivan. Sullivan, two on two opposite way. Pass inside, oh, stolen yeah. away by Jaden Rangel. Up to Heimlich, to Hutchin <laughs> across midcourt. Hutchin inside wow. and it's thrown out of bounds and things are getting sloppy.
3: Yeah, here.
2: it was. It, the pass was too late there by Hutchin. They had Bethel open on the wing. I think it may be one dribble too many. Bethel and hit you know, Heimlich coming out of the ball game right now. Our St. Joe uh, senior intern, Josh Judy, told me before the
1: game, no problem, I'll be fine on stats. Just looked at me like, what is going on on the floor right now? <laughs> you get
2: one of those sequences, I'll tell you. You don't know what's going I don't know what's going on. Don't ask for help from me, uh, you know, Josh. <laughs> Here's Sullivan, top of the key. That
1: was crazy. Here's Radigan, now Neman, open on the left wing, triple one will rim oh. off after hitting four times. Biffle the rebound, the bucket, and the foul for Cash Biffle. Nicely done there by the St. Joe senior.
2: Well, she got on the weak side of the board. And, uh, hey, that where you should be when shots from the left side, she went to the right side, and the ball came right to her, put it up, put the basket, now has a chance for the old-fashioned three-point play. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by office. In t- creating great
1: plays to work since 1982. Biffle's free throw, no good. Foster the rebound for, for Marion. Teagan... Peyton Rangel now with the ball. Teagan Montague yeah. has checked in the game for Marion. Montague played a lot in the JV game, so she's playing both ways. Here's Hutchin with the ball. Drives inside, slown away by
2: Naman. Another turnover for Marion, number eight. Yeah, that's something Coach Scott has to be real unhappy with right now, too. But now on the opposite (laughs) side, DeMond has it stolen away by Hutchin. Hutchin up to Foster.
1: Foster showing her speed, misses the shot. But Jaden Rangel for the rebound and the putback (laughs) and the bucket. All Rangel's right. got three, Marion is down my, by just one now. It's 20-19, to St. Joe 438 to play here in the second quarter. I tell you, Hudson got the ball right, good passing that last time. Biffle inside, shot won't go, tries to get the rebound, rolls off, and they're going to say last touch by Biffle, okay. and it'll be Hutchins basketball. <laughs> I'll tell you, have you caught up yet, Josh? You got, all right, good. <laughs> Lot of rebounds is indeed 20-19 St. Well, Joe up by one, point. 425 to play here in the second quarter. I'm glad I don't have his
2: job. That's all I'm going to no, say. No, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I, used to, I used to do it when I, I was his age, and it was a lot.
1: it was tough for basketball then. Jaden Rangel Whoa. for three and gets it to go. We talked about how they need to yeah. get... Rangel going from beyond the arc. They get it there. Number seven on the season for her. She's now seven of 49 from beyond the arc. Marion's got the lead 22 to 20 midway through the second quarter. Well, that'd be great if
2: she could come on strong going into the tournament.
1: Radikin's long jumper won't go. Foster gets the rebound. Foster brings it across the timeline. Mm -hmm. Tries to pass it to Montague. Ball tipped. And Sullivan with a great hustle tries to save Mm -hmm. it, but goes off of Mm Radikin and out of bounds. Incredible job there by Sullivan to try to save
2: it. It was a great hustle. It really was. And, you you know, as a coach, you really enjoy seeing that going ahead. No, they didn't get the ball. But, hey, they'll get many of those if they keep hustling like that. Hutchin with the ball now. Left wing cover by Sullivan.
1: Now pulls it back between the circles. Top of the key now. Left wing. Bounce nice pass, pass inside of Montague. Montague goes around for the high jumper off the glass. Won't go. And a timeout on the floor here by the St. Joe Indians (laughs) with 3.29 remaining here in the second quarter. 22-20 is the score. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
7: Driving like a kid again, or just need to get the regular grime and salt buildup off? The Waterworks Car Wash at South Bend can help. Regular washes help prevent rust and keeps your car looking at its best. Get 50% off a wash with an oil change at Tom's Car Care Center at the same location. 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at Tom'sCarCareCenter.com. Drive like a kid again at the Waterworks Car Wash.
1: Winters in South Bend can be long and cold. The St. Vincent de Paul Society's financial assistance program helps those who are struggling to pay high utility bills. To get more information on utility assistance, call St. Vincent de Paul at 574-234-6000. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, with you. 320 to play here in the second quarter. Marion leads St. Joe 22 to 20. Sullivan with the ball, left wing, for St. Joe. Now he's standing, swinging around for Ratican. Back inside the Biffle. Biffle splits the defense, goes high, and drops in for the land.
2: That was just a strong move, and nobody was going to get in Cashland's way that time.
1: She's got six, and we're tied at 22. Foster with the ball, left wing. She puts up the three pointer, won't go. Biffle fighting for the rebound with Hutchin, and they're going to say last touch by Biffle, and it's Marion
2: basketball. Again, Bethel hustling after that ball. they got to give St. Joe a lot of credit. They've been hustling for those loose balls. Kendall Bethel, Christina Heimlich checking back in.
1: Montague and Peyton Rangel heading to the bench for the ninth. 22-22. Marion basketball underneath their own basket. Yeah, you're inbound okay.
2: pass by. Yeah, I'm coaching here. You know, you're okay. You
1: know. Hutchin throws it to the backcourt to Foster. Now, No backcourt violation There's there off man. the inbound, as coach pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> Hutchin tries to swing it to Foster. Radican nearly steals it away, but doesn't. Here's Kendall Bethel with the ball on the right wing. Back to Foster on the left wing, covered by Naman. Dribble drive inside, blows by Biffle, puts it up and in. Beautiful play there by Foster. <laughs> I almost thought she might have traveled, but I guess they said no, and she they somehow see. got it clean. She's got 11 mm. points, leading the way with all scores, along with Sullivan, who also has 11, 24-22. Marion up by two. He stand drives inside. Hard fall to the ground. Turnover. Gene Rangel gives it, gives it up to Foster. Foster kicks it out. Left corner. Bethel open for three. Won't go. Sullivan. No, he stand with the rebound for St. Joe. Two minutes to play here in the second quarter of the Holy War. 24-22. Marion up by two here in the girls' basketball edition of the Holy War on the Hardwood. Naman, right wing. Triple won't drop for her. Rebound for Marion. Here comes Hutchin left wing for foster foster drives inside off the high glass and in for nevaea foster she's got 13 points 26 22 marion up by four 135 to play here in the second quarter well that's why she's rated one of the top number two freshmen in the state of indiana sullivan from the free throw line jumper won't go biffle gets the rebound the putback and the score
2: Well, Kesson's come in and done a great job on the board. This is her second chance at a three-point play the old-fashioned way, and uh, she's one of the stronger players out there on the floor. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors.
1: Biffle, free throw, off the mark again. She does have eight points but has missed an opportunity to have ten right now. Marion's lead is 2, 26-24, 1.15 to play here in the second quarter.
2: Well, I think Coach Scott ought to be a little happier right now with his defense. He's only given up six points here in the second period compared to 18 in the first. Hutchin drives inside, off the glass, won't go. Sullivan the board. Sullivan across midcourt. Sullivan
1: from the free throw line, pulls up for the jumper, won't go. Biffle gets the rebound. She goes up for the putback. (laughs) It won't drop, and Jaden Rangel gets the rebound for Marion. 50 seconds left. <laughs> nice pass by Hutchin underneath the Heimlich. Heimlich dribbles, but <laughs> Naman with great defense. Hutchin for three. This one rims off Sullivan the board for St. Joe. 40 seconds left in the second quarter. Pass up to Heastan. Heastan, lefty laying <laughs> won't drop. Heimlich the rebound for Marion. I got to catch your breath for a second. I'll tell you, there's a lot,
2: lot going on. There's a lot of action here. Yeah, it looks like Marion's going to slow it down a little, and, and we appreciate that. I can catch my breath. Marion going to play for the final shot, up by two,
1: Foster has it just in front of midcourt, 18 seconds left here in the second quarter. 13 seconds left in the second quarter, Foster dribbling the ball between the circles, eight seconds, puts it on the floor, gives it off to Bethel right wing who drives inside.
2: Bethel hit hard by Sullivan and Bethel go to the line to shoot two. tell you Bethel's done a good job it hasn't scored yet. This is her first chance to score, but uh, she's really come in done a great job coming off the bench. And she's just a sophomore. Bethel's
1: first free throw won't go. Did you know that Notre Dame Federal Credit Union provides financial assistance to help our members that participate in Catholic schools? To find out the details, ask your local Catholic school principal, Notre Dame FCU, you raise share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Twenty six twenty four. Marion up by two, Bethel at the free throw line, makes it a three point lead with the free throw. Five seconds left for St. Joe, Sullivan brings it across mid court, puts up the prayer from half court, it won't drop in and that'll do it for first quarter of play. Marion leads 27-24 at halftime here over the St. Joe Indians. Waiting on Coach Steve. well now they're actually talking it over here with the official trying to figure out exactly what happened there the the quarter is over and waiting on coach steve scott with zach smith let's go courtside to
7: zach with coach scott go ahead zach
3: coach scott what are your initial thoughts on the first half uh
7: breakneck pace um i like the pace i don't like our shot selection at all times thought we shot a little quick think we're settling for threes a little bit too much but i we yeah we want this this pace, upbeat, and we want this game in the 60s.
3: And you know what? They, they look like they're huffing and puffing. We want to keep doing the same thing the whole second half. 18 points in the first quarter, 6 in the second. What can you say about your team's defensive effort in the second quarter? Uh,
7: you know what? We just finally showed up and played a little bit a bit of de- defense. You know, we, we didn't play any defense in the first quarter. We've uh, still got to do a much better job on the offensive boards. They're just killing us on the off- offensive boards. Other than that, effort's great, attitude's great. Just got to shore up a couple
3: things. Thank you, Coach. Yep.
1: Thank you. That is Zach Smith, our St. Joe's student intern with Coach Steve Scott. Twenty-seven twenty-four is our score. St. Joe trailing by three to archrival Marion. We'll let you know that Fiddler's Hearth and thanking them for their great support of Catholic High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio. I was at Fiddler's last Saturday with a big group, enjoying some excellent live music. Fids is a family-friendly and is a great place for dinner, Sunday brunch, or to watch a professional soccer game. Mention hearing about Fiddler's Hearth on this broadcast. Get 10% off food and soft drinks for your family. That's Fiddler's Hearth on Main Street in downtown South Bend. We'll take a timeout, be back with halftime stats and much more. Marion leads St. Joe 27-24 at the half in the Holy War. Back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
6: An unexpected pregnancy can be a hard thing to face alone. Women's Care Center is here for you. Trained counselors will give you the information you need about your pregnancy so you can make decisions that are right for you and your baby. Women's Care Center provides free, confidential counseling, support, and education to women facing unplanned pregnancies. The organization serves clients from three locations in South Bend, including North Notre Dame Avenue, North Ironwood Drive, and Chapin Street. Learn more by
8: going to womenscarecenter.org. I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss, and I'm proud to support the Holy War battles here on Redeemer Radio. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. We remain strictly committed to investing your money with Catholic, moral, and ethical principles, and we proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the Church and charitable efforts. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus. Visit KOFC.com or look for me on the back of your parish bulletin.
5: St.
4: Joseph Catholic Church and St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend are proud to support Redeemer Radio in joyfully presenting our Catholic faith to listeners. Founded in 1853 by Holy Cross Father Edward Soren, St. Joseph Parish is a vibrant community of faith in the heart of South Bend. We are committed to serving our community with worship, service, and education in order to make God known, loved, and served. Learn more at stjoeparish.com or stjosephgradeschool.com.
1: Hi, this is Angel DiCarlo. I grew up in a big Italian family. Now I'm 10 hours from home, but when I go to Rocco's, it feels like home again. Family recipes since 1951 prepared daily with the freshest ingredients and sauces to bring you the delicious pizza and pasta that Rocco's is widely known to make. Served to you by the same family since they opened nearly 70 years ago. Dining at Rocco's is like coming home. Visit today at 537 North St. Louis Boulevard. Rocco's, it's a South Bend tradition. Does debt have you down? Are you worried about your credit cards, your mortgage, or keeping your car? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can help. Our people are trained to be financial physicians. They can give you a checkup, help you to heal, and stay healthy. Don't be embarrassed. It's why we exist. When your body is sick, you go see a doctor. When your finances are sick, you go see the friendly folks at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You already share our values, why not share in our benefits? Marion High School is now accepting applications for prospective members of the Class of 2024. All students and parents can begin an application by visiting MarionHS.org. Additionally, the next placement test for incoming students will be given on Friday, January 17th. You can sign up online or by contacting Mrs. Mary Kay Dance, Marion's Director of Admissions, at 574-259-5257. Come and join the Marion family as we learn with humility, serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. God bless and go Knights. And in the Marion boys game going on tonight at Marion High School, Goshen leading Marion 24-23 at the end of three. It's a shame that the boys had a play tonight because this has been an excellent game and it would been great to have uh,
2: that crowd here as well here tonight coach well it is in the way you know this is a makeup game with Goshen uh, they had to delay it because of the success of the football team and uh, it, as the ads worked together a little bit this was about the only date they could mutually agree upon and it, it is too bad but uh, you know I know sometimes it gets tough to schedule games St. Joseph High School offers more than
1: 20 athletic teams and nearly 40 clubs and co-curricular activities. Along with a rich, proven academic history, St. Joe offers an activity for everyone. Visit stjoehigh.com to learn more about South Bend's premier Catholic high school. All right, now let's take a look at the first half stats. We're going to turn to our St. Joe senior intern, Josh Jude. Josh, go ahead.
9: Keegan Sullivan led the Indians with 13 points, as she pulled down a handful of rebounds as well. The Indians shot 12 threes, only making three of them, hovering around 25% in that area. Both teams had eight turnovers. This was a fast-paced game going back and forth. Nevaeh Foster took a lot of shots, and she ended up pulling, th- pulling out 11 points in that first half.
1: All right, Josh, thank you very much. I think I actually have Foster for 13 coach what do you have i have her for 13 yeah we have it for 13, 13 well. So,
2: yeah <laughs> okay so
1: hey hey josh first time doing the stats for us here tonight so and he's this getting pace. he wa- this pace has been unexpectedly a lot <laughs> like faster that. i think than we we anticipated josh uh Uh, a great member of the cross-country team, did a great job handling stats for us during uh, football season and the nights he could be with us, of course. There were many uh, Saturday morning meets that he had to worry about, and, of course, he went deep into, what did you get, semi-state? You make it to semi-state? made it all the way to semi-state, and now he's got a a big upcoming track season coming up as well. And uh, Zach Smith doing a great job for us as uh, one of our student interns for St. Joe as well. He's been our courtside reporter here tonight, and he's hit the ground running because he wasn't with us at all in the fall because
2: he was on the football team. (laughs) He's done a nice job. He really has, and he's gotten – Got his nose right in those huddles and uh, getting some good information, which he's able to relay to you listeners out there. And always the always reliable Cam Duranick on social media here
1: tonight from Marion, balancing between his hockey and upcoming lacrosse season. So we want to thank Cam for all his hard work as well. St. Joe leads Marion 27-24 at halftime. We'll take a timeout. Be back with third-quarter action right after this. You're listening to The Holy War on the hardwood on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
8: What happens on the Kyle Hyman Show? Ooh, uh, good question. Good question. question. That's a really good question. A very good question. a great question. Great question. Yeah, you're on to something there, Kyle. that's a great question. That's a great question. Uh,
1: What a great question. Great question.
8: Great, great question,
1: Kyle. Wonderful,
0: wonderful question. That's probably one of the most challenging questions.
5: Yeah, an excellent
0: question. Kyle, you stumped me. Um, I forgot what the question was. Find out weekdays from 7 to 8 a.m.
1: It's a busy week of high school basketball on Redeemer Radio. Join Bob Berger and me, Angel DiCarlo, this Friday night as Marion goes on the road to Mishawaka for a doubleheader. The girls game tips at 6 with the boys to follow at 7.30. And then coming up on Tuesday, it's the boys edition of the Holy War as Marion goes on the road to St. Joseph. It's Marion and Mishawaka in doubleheader action Friday. The Holy War boys edition on Tuesday. Hear all three games this week on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM.
3: Hi, this is Tony Catanzari for Catanzari Financial Services. We are proud to bring you this message and invitation from the legendary Lou Holtz.
7: For victory in life, we've got to keep focused on the goal, and the goal is heaven. The key to winning is choosing to do God's will and love others with all you've got. Sacrifice, discipline, and prayer are essential. We gain strength through God's word, and we receive grace from the sacraments. And when we fumble due to sin, and it's going to happen, confession puts us back on the field. So if you haven't been going to Bass Weekly, get back in the game. We're saving your seat on the starting bench this Sunday.
3: What a great message from Lou. When it comes down to it, this is all about family values for us at Catan Street Financial Services, and I bet for you, too. If you would like to develop a retirement plan that reflects your family values, visit CatanStreetFinancial.com to register for classes held through IU South Bend, or email me directly at Tony at
1: Securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member SIPC. Getting ready for the start of the third quarter. Marion leading St. Joe 27-24 in the Holy War on the Hardwood Girls Edition. Zach Smith just had the opportunity to talk to Coach Becca Brashefsky. Zach, what would you have to say?
3: Coach Brzewski really just emphasized that they need to attack more on offense and on defense they need to stop the middle drive. That's the main thing in the second half.
1: All right, Zach, thank you very much. And uh, attack more on offense I think means... They probably need someone other than Cash and Biffle to score in this quarter. Biffle scored all six points for St. Joe in the second quarter. Sullivan was
2: shut out in that quarter despite having 11 points now for the game. Well, I tell you, you know, they were able to shut her down a little bit, and uh, that allowed Marion to get a, a three-point lead at halftime. Garalczak misses the shot, and
1: Heimlich gets the rebound. Opposite end, long three, air ball by Peyton Rangel, goes out of bounds, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. Thanks to John Goy and our friends at Subway for feeding our crew tonight. Many great area locations I picked up from the Washington, Washington Street Subway in downtown. Thanks again to our friends at Subway for all their hospitality and meals. Here's Biffle.
2: Underneath, oh. can't
1: get it to go this time. Tries to get the rebound. Tips it out to Heastan. stand for three. Got it.
2: Well, that gets it Oh, I going to say it's a two. Oh, two-pointer? Say, oh, okay. Her foot
1: was on the line for two. So... That means uh, the lead for Marion still
2: won, 27-26. Well, they say that's the worst shot in basketball, <laughs> That uh, where your foot's on the line, back up two inches, and you get an extra point. Unless
1: it goes in, I guess, right? I Here's guess. Heimlich for You're three, right. rims right. off, Hutchin tips it to herself. Great job there by McKenzie. She pulls it out to the three-point range, but an air ball, Peyton Rangel gets the rebound. She pulls it out, and Hutchin now over to Heimlich. Heimlich left wing for three. It <laughs> won't go,
2: and the rebound comes down to Radigan. Well, I'll tell you, Marion had three opportunities there. Not a big team, but they went to the board hard. Biffle underneath
1: off the nice pass from Sullivan. Gets it to go, and St. Joe has scored the first four points Mm -hmm. of the third quarter to take a 28-27 lead. Marion calls a quick timeout. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
8: I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss, and I'm proud to support the Holy War battles here on Redeemer Radio. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. We remain strictly committed to investing your money with Catholic, moral, and ethical principles, and we proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the church and charitable efforts. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus. Visit Andrew Weiss KOFC.com or look for me on the back of your parish bulletin.
1: Rack is a presenting sponsor for tonight's game. Rack plays a big role in underwriting our internship program with our high school students from St. Joe and Marion. We've talked about all the kids we have involved here tonight. The students are receiving practical college-level internship experience, thanks in large part to the generosity of Rack. More tires, great prices. Visit Tyrac.com. Marion has the ball. Ball tipped out of bounds. Remains Knights basketball. We're going to inbound this one in front of the Underneath the basket.
2: Hey, did she get away from basketball? I saw a Syracuse shirt walk by. I did see that Dude a couple went times. Went up in the stands. So. Nice pass underneath <laughs> the Hutchin. Hutchin gets the <laughs> lay-in for Marion. They get their
1: first points here of the third quarter. They're back up by one, 29-28, 140 into the third. So Syracuse
2: f- is where Ange went to school. I'll put that, that in there for you, Ange.
1: <laughs> Sullivan with the long jumper won't go. Biffle the rebound. Yeah. She goes yeah, yeah. for the shot and won't go. check the rebound. She's fouled oh. to go to the line t- for two. Also, one of our former e- interns, Jacob Morris, a freshman now at Syracuse in the Newhouse okay. School of Broadcasting. And Jake, Coach, I don't know if I let you know, Jake has been uh, named to the women's lacrosse Beat reporter for the student TV station. I believe he's the only freshman right now on the, at the student TV station that has uh, received great. that. So, That's great. It's a great honor. So that good is. for Jake, who did a great job for us last year. And check at the free throw line. This trip to the free throw line brought to be by Office Interiors. She
2: makes one of two free throws. Yeah, She got the first and then missed the second. That's her first point of the night. So now they've had five scores, all five. Starters have scored in this ballgame for St. Joseph. Heimlich wasn't able to handle the missed shot and went out of bounds.
1: St. Joe gets it. Radican uh-huh. inbound to Sullivan. Sullivan's shot won't go, and Heimlich gets the rebound. Hutchin behind the back, drives inside, uh-huh. kicks it out to Foster on the right wing, covered tightly by Heastan. Starts the dribble, now pulls it back, gives it off to Peyton Rangel between the circles.
2: Uh, I tell you, Heestand has her hands full with uh, Foster, and she's playing her hard. Got a Not, steal there, and good she defense. gets the steal,
1: and now here comes Garalchek across midcourt, gives it off to Biffle, Biffle pulls up for the short range, Jay. it won't go. <laughs> Hutchin gets the rebound, and Hutchin's swinging around, <laughs> making sure everyone gets away from her. Brings it across mid court. tied at 29, 5.25 to play here in the third quarter, pulls it back up, now has it just in front of midcourt, covered by Garalchek. The matchups of who's covering who have been one of the more interesting things of the evening. Here's Foster for three, it's good nevaeh foster does not play like a freshman we know that <laughs> oh, she and it, she doesn't play like a freshman even when it's the biggest game of the year in the holy
5: war
2: okay. she's now got 16. it's gonna be fun watching her around all uh, for the next four years and Garalce makes a nice little spin move and puts it in the basket a little baby hook marion leads 32 31 4.50 to
1: play here in the third quarter Foster inside. Heimlich was wide open underneath, and she gets the easy lay-in. Had to be some kind of miscommunication. I'm not sure, but Heimlich gets her fourth point of the night. Opposite end. Keegan Sullivan gets her first point since the first quarter. She now has 13 points for the game. Marion up by one, 34-33.
2: Boy, it's just amazing, the Euro move, and how just about everybody can do it now. Sullivan did it great. Gives it off to Peyton Rangel into the corner for Jaden
1: Rangel. Foster into the corner, left corner, Hutchin for three, won't drop. Rebound comes down, Biffle to Sullivan. Sullivan pulls it out, left wing. Inside to Guralcic, Guralcic jumper won't go. She gets the rebound, loose ball, Uh, no, comes down to Foster, (laughs) they're gonna call a jump ball. Credit to (laughs) Guralcic who, she hung on, didn't she? She, she looked really like she is. put every last yeah. bit of strength yeah. she
2: had left into holding on to that ball. Uh, and that, that she, comes from her working out on the farm, I'll tell you. She knows how to hang on. It looked like a, a, a grease pig there or something, but she was hanging on. She might need a break here at some <laughs> point. Might. That right. was that was an effort. 34-33, Marion up by one.
1: 3:40 to play in the third quarter. Boy. Biffle gets the steal off the pass by Foster, brings it across mid court, stops uh-huh. her dribble, gives it off to Guralchek. Timeout by St. Joe (laughs) with 3.35 to play in the third quarter. Marion ahead 34-33. We'll take a quick timeout, 30-second timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
7: Your car carries precious cargo. It needs to be dependable, rain, or shine. Let Tom's Car Care Center and South Bend help take the stress out of your car's maintenance. We'll change your oil in 10 minutes, flush your transmission, replace your wiper blades, and much more. All the changes include a half-price car wash when needed. Welcome to your extended family. Tom's Car Care Center, located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane, right off of Bendix. Visit us online at tomscarcarecenter.com.
1: Our free throw sponsor for high school basketball is Office Interiors, Michigan's leading provider of Herman Miller office furniture and Creston Audio Visual equipment, as well as flooring and commercial interior design services, creating great places to work since 1982. Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Catholic High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio. Learn more at oiplaces.com. Marion up by one. 3.20 to play here in the third quarter. Garalczyk for the shot for St. Joe won't go. Biffle gets the rebound. Her putback won't go. She gets another rebound, and the putback goes this time. Cash Biffle getting it done underneath
2: for St. Joe. She now got 12 points. Right now, she's causing Marion a lot of grief on that offensive board. And like you say, she's up to... Double digits, twelve points. While well, we knew St. Joe's height was going to be a yeah, challenge yeah. for Marion, it's
1: proving to be that right now with Biffle, Sullivan, Gorolchek, and Heestand. And then on the opposite there end, there's the Hutchin well, with the lay-in, and Marion back in front by one, one, thirty-six, thirty-five. It's going
2: to be this type of game right up to the end. Here's
1: Heestand yeah. driving inside. Lefty yeah. lay-in is good for Sarah Heestand.
2: Well, she just used that left hand right to the basket. Put it up strong off the board.
1: A lot of lead changes in this yeah. one. Pass inside. Ball bounced around, and Heimlich comes <laughs> down with it. She puts up the triple, and it's good. Well, Merriam
2: back up by two. Well, she's shooting 44 44- Percent on the year, Heimlich is. She's their, outside, their inside threat, but she can do it outside too. Sullivan gets the lay in on the opposite end. We're tied at 39. <laughs> Two <laughs> minutes to play in the third quarter.
1: Holy War on the hardwood. On yeah. to DiCarlo, Bob Berger, yeah. Zach Smith, Josh Jude, and Cam Duran at yeah. opposite end. Yeah. Jaden Rangel's triple won't yeah. drop. St. Joe has a chance to take the lead here on this next possession. Tied at 39. Here's Sullivan inside for He-Stan. He Stands. He stands. <laughs> drilled by Jean Rangel.
2: (laughs) Sugar aligned to shoot two. Well, she's gonna make her earn it at the free throw line. Rangel uh, hit her hard and made sure that it wasn't gonna be a three point play. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors.
1: Tied at 39, 147 to play, third
2: quarter. He's standing at the free throw line, front end is good. She's a 67% free throw shooter. 36 of 39, so she's up to 27 of 40 now.
1: Second free throw coming up, St. Joe leading 40 to 39. stand misses the second free throw, but Goralchek and <laughs> Sullivan Thank trying you. to fight for the board, but Heimlich fights him off, Heimlich uh, approaching
2: double digits she's in rebounds. She has, she's really been a, a real threat there on both the offensive and defensive board. St. Joe up by one.
1: Now the ball stolen away by the Indians. Radigan up to He stand puts it up, it won't drop and Foster oh. fights off Neman for the rebound but she's trapped in the corner and a timeout that call by Marion, weird. nice job there by the Knights to call the timeout with 1.17 to play in the third quarter, up 40 to 39. We'll keep it right here with it being a 30 second time. Actually, you know what, we'll take a quick timeout, be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
8: Hi, this is John Catallo from Bruno's Pizza. In 1975, my parents Bruno, Rosa, and my aunt Teresa founded Bruno's Pizza. 45 years later, we now have seven locations from Plymouth to Granger. The Catalo family is proud of all the Bruno's operators for continuing to stay true to the founder's mission to deliver a delicious, high quality product that is affordable for families. Visit brunospizza.com for carry out or delivery or stop in and enjoy. Bruno's Pizza, best pizza in town since 1975.
1: A report from Marion High School. The Marion boys defeating Goshen by a score of 33 to 30. They will take on Saint Joe in the boys' version of the Holy War next Tuesday night here on Redeemer Radio. Right now we got a darling of a game in the girls' game as Saint Joe leads Marion by one, 40 to 39, 105 to play in the third quarter. Here's Christina Heimlich off the high glass and in, and Marion back in front. We've had about <laughs> nine lead changes here in the third quarter. Maybe, maybe we get Josh to keep track of lead changes too, since he doesn't have much to do. <laughs> <laughs> Heimlich now has nine points for Marion. Here's Radikin running jumper won't go. Heimlich gets the rebound. Heimlich's got to be double figures oh, and rebounds. Yeah. Biffle, by the way, is over 10 rebounds now, so she's got a double-double for St. Joe. She's currently on the bench for the Indians as they get her energy back up <laughs> after what has been an incredibly high-paced game. Marion, has. Marion might be playing for the final shot here in the third quarter. 25 seconds left in the third. Knights up by one, 41-40.
2: Hey, it looks like he's getting directions. He's got the ball in Foster's hand. There may be They may spread it and let Foster go one-on-one with about 10 seconds to go. There right. she goes. He held her. He unleashes her, and here yeah. comes Foster
1: driving inside off the high glass. Won't go. Four seconds left. Sullivan across midcourt. Two seconds. Throws up the prayer. Ooh. Rims off. Nearly went in, but it doesn't. And Marion leads 41-40 after three quarters in the Holy War on the Hardwood Girls Edition. We've got a thriller here on Redeemer Radio. Fourth quarter action right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
6: Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values. Why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611.
1: Welcome back here to Redeemer Radio 95.7. We're at St. Joseph High School. The St. Joe Indians trailing the Marionites 41-40 in the Holy War on the hardwood Girls Edition. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you. And what a game it's been so far. Uh, We want to let you know that you can stick around after the game. We'll name our Redeemer Radio Player of the Game presented by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Learn more about Tony at tletcher.com. Let's uh, go court. Let's not go courtside. We're gonna keep it right here because we're ready to go for fourth quarter action here.
2: Well, it's gonna yeah, hold on, Unge, hold on to your seat. I, and we got a good final eight minutes of high school basketball. And we are underway here in the fourth quarter,
1: 7.50 to play, and St. <laughs> Joe has the ball down by one. He stand drives inside, has the ball stolen away by Kendall Bethel. Bethel going the length of the court. Radican trying to track her down. Bethel misses the shot, Hutchin gets the Ooh, rebound, yeah, kicks yeah. it out to Bethel on the left corner. Cover by Radican. Radigan, just a pest of a defender. <laughs> she is. Uh, she just battles and battles all the way. Here's Hutchin driving in by, over
2: Naman oh, yeah. and can't get it to drop, but she'll go to the free throw line. And I tell you again, Hutchin likes to get that ball in under the basket. Just a guard, really, and uh, but she uh, loves to work inside on people. She's five eight, and uh, one of the many guards that are playing for Marion High School. Hutchin has
1: six points here tonight, had four in the third quarter.
2: And misses the free throw. Again, a 70% free throw shooter. And she gets to the board a lot. She's had 83 attempts, uh, more than that, about 85 attempts, concluding tonight. And uh, she just uh, goes to the basket hard and really draws the fouls. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interior. Second
1: free throw for Hutchin is good. So she now has seven points. Marion's lead is 2, 42-40. Oh. drives inside, and they're going to call a foul. <laughs> Hutchin, by the way, also has seven rebounds here tonight
2: for Marion. Mm. And we know she gets her name on the scoreboard yeah, but, in pretty yeah. much every place. Well, i tell you, she's just one of the leaders in all statistical categories for Marion High School, and rebounding is one. Right behind Christina Heimlich. She's
1: right at her average of 7. He stand at the free throw line, makes the front end of 2. He stand having a nice night. She now has 8 points here this evening. And has drawn the tough defensive assignment too. Make it 9 as she makes both free throws. We're tied at 42. 7:15 to play here in the ballgame. Thanks for joining us here on Redeemer Radio 957. Pass inside to Heimlich, kicks it out to Hutchin. Hutchin for three, won't go, rims off. Naman the rebound. Sullivan across midcourt. Sullivan gives it to Naman, right wing, for three, gets it to go. Mia Naman gets her first points of the evening and she puts St. Joe ahead, 45-42, 645 to play in the ball game.
2: Well, I tell you, the Mons come in and uh, done a good job, and that uh, really helped get a little bit of a some breathing room for Beth- the Indians. Bethel gives it off to Hutchin, cover by
1: Sullivan. Hutchin driving inside, loses the handle, but they're gonna whistle Sullivan oh, for the foul. Oh, oh. Could have been a turnover instead of foul.
2: Well, again, as we, as we said a little bit earlier, Hutchin draws a lot of fouls in the course of a game very aggressive to the basket. Hutchin will inbound,
1: (laughs) gets it into Bethel, back to Hutchin, Hutchin drives in, oh, lay-in is good for Mackenzie Hutchin. Well, she went around, used that left hand and uh,
2: was very effective at it. Opposite end, Naman three-pointer somehow falls out. I don't know how that came out of the basket. That was down three-fourths of the way.
1: Hutchin, opposite end. Drives in past Biffle, lefty lane, Hardway won't drop. Biffle gets the rebound. Here's Sullivan, opposite end. Jumper won't go, Biffle the rebound, the putback won't go. Heimlich gets the board for Marion. St. Joe up by one, 45-44, 5.53 remaining here in the Redeemer Radio Girls Basketball Spotlight Game. Foster for three, count it for Novea Foster. She leads all scores with 19.
2: Marion back in front by two, 47, 45. That was just smooth on Foster's part. Not, no, no panic, no, they got everything lined up and nailed it. Here's
1: Easton, long two, Man. won't go. Radek in the rebound. She <laughs> puts it up and in, and the foul.
2: What's? Well, did they okay. count it? I don't think they did. They did not count did it, not wow. Count it. Well, then it's gotta be ball out of bounds. Yeah, how is she shooting? She can't be shooting.
1: How could she be shooting? She can't if,
2: be shooting.
1: Unless they're saying uh, that makes no sense. No, that's wrong. Here's Radikin at the free throw line. Either way, <laughs> the shift to the free throw line brought to you by yeah. office interiors makes the front end. It's not possible. Said, no,
2: can't do it. <laughs> I don't, can't do it.
1: Oh, she missed it. Oh, that's why they said she missed it. I thought it went in. I thought it went in. Okay. All right, well, that'll All explain right. it. That, that 47, is. we were wrong. We apologize, officials. <laughs> she went one or two from the free throw line. Ball goes out of bounds and it's Marion basketball. Well, that- Okay.
2: I don't know how, but my angle looked like it went in. Me too, I thought it went in. Bob Schellinger, or one of the officials, a a good friend of mine, I was gonna get all over his case, now (laughs) I can't. I won't let him know I second guessed him. We apologize. Sorry, Bob. Apologize, coach. (laughs) 47-46,
1: Marion up by one. Foster with the ball, left wing. Drives in, blows by uh, by, Neman. Ducks under
2: Radiking gets the lay-in. Wow. <laughs> That's a great move. Uh, yeah, she's gonna be fun to watch, Anj, for the she next four years. She is fun to watch. She is now, and it's gonna be even more fun for the next three years. Something Mar- we're really look forward to. Marion
1: gets the steal, then St. Joe steals yeah. it right back. Sullivan drives inside, off the window, won't drop. Heimlich, Sullivan, <laughs> and Radikin all colliding and ah. a jump ball called. Wow, this game is physical. It is physical. It's a holy war, Anj. It's a holy war, and they're going at it. And thank you to Tyrac, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, and Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance for all their support, being our presenting sponsors here tonight. 4.41 left in the fourth quarter. Marion up by three, 49-46. Timeout on the floor. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. <laughs>
4: You could be the lucky winner of a new roof, new gutters, or $150 cash through St. Vincent DePaul Society's Roof Raffle, sponsored by AM Home Services. Tickets are $25 each and can be purchased by mailing cash or check, along with your name and phone number, to St. Vincent DePaul at 520 Crescent Avenue. Winners will be announced April 2nd. See full terms and conditions at svdpsb.org or call 574-234-6000. You can't win
1: if you don't play. 49-46, Marion up by three here uh, midway through the fourth quarter. And we're going to go courtside to
3: Zach Smith. Go ahead, Zach. Listening in on that huddle from Coach Becca, they, Indians really just got to want it more. They're letting one person beat them, and she's looking for them to make a hustle play, just want it more this last section of the game.
1: All right, Zach, thank you very much. That's, I mean, this very much <laughs> seems like it's going to be a game that, that – is gonna come down to who does want it more, Coach, with Marion up by three,
2: 4.41 left in the game. You know, sometimes it's just that simple. You know, you can talk about all the strategies in the world, but sometimes you just want it more, and that's who probably will win the ball game. They both want it, one may want it just a little more. Here's Foster for three,
1: this one's an air ball, and Radican boxes out Hutchin, preventing her from getting the rebound. And that's what you call a team rebound for St. Joe and a big one for the
2: Indians oh, to the ball back. Oh, it really was. you got to give Radigan a lot of credit for it. She probably couldn't get it without going out of bounds, so she kept the other team from getting it. 4.15 to play. Naman
1: for three. This one won't go. Biffle oh, yeah, tries yeah. to get the rebound, and they're going to get her for over the back.
2: She went tell you, over that. to the top of <laughs> Peyton Rangel. And they whistle over for the foul. Sorry, coach. I tell you, Bethel's getting a lot of playing time here tonight. We know the last game we did the Glen game, she played, but not nearly the, the minutes that she's getting here tonight for the Marion Knights. Yeah, she's been that mm-hmm. sixth player He's, in yes.
1: for the Marion Knights here tonight for sure. I think that's as far as they've gone, too. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, Montague, had Montague had a brief, right, yeah. brief appearance. Here's Hutchin wide open for three. It won't go. And the rebound comes down to Radikin. Lead still stays three midway through the fourth quarter. Biffle driving in. Foster tries to come over to steal it away and knocks it out of bounds. Remains St. Joe basketball. Great Underneath help the basket. defense
2: there. Uh, they found Biffle that kind of uh, turned her back a little bit, and uh, Foster came in with a double team on them.
1: 349 to play in the game. Marion up by three. Radikin gets the inbound pass into the backcourt. Back to Biffle. Biffle from the free throw line. Shot won't go. Sullivan the rebound. Shot won't go. Sullivan gets the rebound again. Powers her way up and in for the bucket. Keegan Sullivan makes it a one-point game. She now has 17. 49-48. Marion up by one. 325 left in the game. Kendall Bethel with the ball, left wing, drives by, Radikin gives off to Heimlich. Heimlich for three, won't go. Sullivan the rebound for St. Joe, an opportunity to take the lead on this possession.
2: Well, it is a big opportunity. We see uh,
1: Sullivan checking it out. Here's Eastan for three, yeah. won't go. Hutchin the rebound for the Knights. Maybe a little quick. I think a key play there. Opposite way, yeah, Hutchin opposite. splits the defense and goes up and in for the lay-in for Marion. They're yeah. back up. By three, 51-48, three minutes to play in the game. Another
2: Euro move. Everybody can do Euro moves. (laughs) Here's Easton
1: inside, and the ball knocked out of bounds. Deflection remains. St. Joe ball. When you open an elevate membership at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you'll get $50 in your new account and another $50 for an eligible nonprofit like a Catholic high school, a parish, or even Redeemer Radio. You raise share values, why not share in our benefits, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Pass inside, Sullivan, bucket in the foul. A chance to tie it up at the
2: free throw line. Well, I tell you, Sullivan's kinda come alive here a little bit. She got started hot, and it looks like she's gonna finish hot. Sullivan trying to get to 20
1: points. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Sullivan misses the free throw so Marion stays ahead 51-50. 51-50, Sullivan has 19 here tonight, <laughs> 240 to left in the game, Hutchin with the ball, top of the key, inside oh, to Heimlich, Heimlich open, short Ooh. range, Jay won't go, rebound for Radican, Radican up to Naman, left wing, Neman drives inside into the paint, runner, drops <laughs> for Mia Naman, and St. Joe has taken the one point lead, 52-51, with 220 left in the game, Neman with five points and they all been in the fourth put, quarter.
2: That's right, she's come in, give them a,
1: a real boost here in the fourth period. Here's Hutchin, uh, almost uh, travels as she falls to the ground, uh, but gets back up with the dribble.
2: Okay, now's the time for your Marion, you wanna find out who your go-to person is.
8: And Hutchin I guess drives that's
1: inside <laughs> and goes up and over, Sullivan for the land, Marion, Back up by one, 53-52, opposite end. He stands. Shot blocked by Heimlich. Rebound for Hutchin. Hutchin up to Foster. Two-on-one advantage. Gives off mm-hmm. to Heimlich. No ball tipped. Stolen away by St. Joe. Naman up to Radikin. Radikin timeout on the floor <laughs> by St. Joe. They'll settle it down. Down by yeah. one. 53-52 with 138 to play in the ball game. Wow, we'll catch our <laughs> breath and be back with the final 90 seconds of this outstanding Holy War in the hardwood right after this on Redeemer Radio
0: 95.7. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day, free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be
1: mckenzie Hutcham with 13 points now in the ball game seven here in the fourth quarter as marion leads 53 52 with just under two minutes left in the game in the holy war on the hardwood special thanks to andrew weiss of knights of columbus insurance the presenting sponsor for our broadcast of tonight's holy war and all our broadcasts of the holy war andrew will be the presenting sponsor for next week's boys game And for the first time, our baseball and softball broadcast coming up in May. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more, Andrew Weiss, KOFC.com.
2: Hey, I just got a text message from Rick Gonzoriak. He put Mary Francis to bed. He's going crazy uh, listening to this game. One of the fastest games he said he's ever uh, listened to. Our our, uh, general manager here at
1: Redeemer Radio, thanks uh, to Rick for listening I hope he
2: doesn't wake up Mary Francis. He's got (laughs) to
1: cheer quietly. Sullivan pass inside to Biffle. Biffle. Nicely done, and Biffle puts St. Joe back in front by one. It's 54-53. 1.15 left. St. Joe up by one. Nearly stolen away by Biffle into the backcourt. Hutchin picks it up. No backcourt violation inside the heimlich and marion's back in front by one 55 54. (laughs) 60 seconds one
2: minute left to go in the ball game
1: 55 54. marion up by one sullivan with the ball in the right wing now covered by foster drives inside euro move indeed but this one won't (laughs) drop heimlich gets the rebound for marion all right 45 seconds left marion has the ball up by one across midcourt hutchin has it 40 seconds to play 55 54 is the (laughs) score bad pass by hutchin luckily for her it's only tipped out of bounds and it remains marion basketball maybe a little bit of a risky move there by hutchin it it was
2: risky kelly radigan uh she wanted it and knocked it out of bounds 34
1: seconds left timeout on the floor Uh we'll keep it here all looks like it's gonna be a it's going to be a full, full timeout, time so we'll take a quick timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio
6: 95.7. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes, Bishop of Fort Wayne, South Bend, every Wednesday at noon for his weekly show, Truth in Charity. On each episode, he joins host Kyle Hyman to discuss key issues facing Catholics in the diocese and beyond. Then he answers questions submitted by listeners. If you would like to submit a question, go to RedeemerRadio.com slash bishop. Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit
1: Union. The St. Joe student body just finished cheering happy birthday to Principal John Kennedy, so happy birthday, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, I'm sure he would hope that the St. Joe girls team can prevail here for his birthday present. That would be a great present, I'm sure, for John Kennedy. 55-54. Let's go quickly to Zach
3: Smith. Coach Scott for Marion was really emphasizing the fact that they need to rebound and the score. They're still up by one. They really wants to keep the have the Knights keep that in mind.
1: All right, thank you very much, Zach. They, they, they here now. They got to make sure they don't turn it over too. If That's they're right. trying to milk you the clock, you got to get the ball inbounds, which they did. So 30 seconds left. Marion has the ball. Up by one. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Sullivan fouls Hutchin. They can't waste any more time, really, because they're not in the bonus
2: yet. Right, right. That's only the fourth foul, I believe, on St. Joseph's, and so they got to do what a quick <laughs> press and then foul, uh, because otherwise that's right. You try to get the steal, and if you don't get it, you
1: foul immediately. So they got Re- two more fouls to give before they'll put St. Joe to the free or put Mary into the free throw line.
2: Putting a ball handler in, Kendall Beffel going
1: into the ball game, and also maybe a player that can uh, get give you some yeah, fouls. Yeah or excuse me, yes, Uh, another ball handler is what they need. And now we've got a foul before the inbound pass on St. Joe, so I guess you don't (laughs) waste any time there. No. With 27.8. But it's on Sullivan, and that's her fourth. Her fifth, fifth, excuse me. That's where the cheer came from the Marion parents, as Sullivan has now fouled out. And I don't think anyone has realized she's I don't, fouled out.
2: I did not realize it myself. And well, I she got the fourth watched. and now the fifth. That's the problem. She did get that fourth and fifth real quick. You know, again, in that particular case, that's a person you don't want committing the foul. There's four other people out there that are in good shape foul-wise. So so Sullivan now going to have to come
1: out of the game with five fouls oh. and 28 seconds left. Yeah. 19, 19 points for Keegan Sullivan, and now
2: Haley West entering the
1: game for St. Joe, I imagine to be the player to get a foul.
2: I would think so, she played a lot of JV ball too in the earlier game. 28 seconds left, inbound pass to Hutchin, Naman gonna foul yeah,
1: her, yeah, yeah. and 25.6 nice. seconds left. They still yeah. won't show free throws, the next foul they will.
2: Well, i tell you, and that's something I give a Hudson a lot of credit for. They got the ball, and she was trying to run away from the defense. She wasn't necessarily going to the score, but uh, that time uh, they they caught up with Thank her. That was uh, Nauman.
1: And the inbound pass to Hudson, nearly stolen away, and it is. It is. It's knocked out of bounds, last touch by... Hutchin, okay. great job by Mia yeah, Naman who knocked it off of Hutchin on the inbound pass. St. Joe will <laughs> have the ball with 25 seconds hey. left, down by one, one, one. now. <laughs> so it took four possessions, four foul, four opportunities to foul, well, and St. Joe finally forced a turnover yeah. on the play, and no bigger play than that one by Mia Naman. That's
2: a great foul, Woo. great job by Naman. That's the 14th turnover for Marion here tonight. Certainly a big one, yeah, to, is, to say the least. They did slow down a little bit on the turnovers because first quarter I think they yeah, had eight and uh, now only 14, but that was a big one. All you want to do tonight is get the ball inbound. That's priority number one in this situation. And you so, try to get the ball to a pers- your best free throw shooter, which they did have trying to get it to Hudgen. Well, now remember, St. Joe does not have Keegan Sullivan okay. here on
1: this possession as they go to win the game. Let's go to Zach Smith.
3: Coach Becca is really just preaching one word for this possession, attack. They, they're really trying to just get, get a bucket here, get the win.
2: Well again, Marion has a foul to give away too, uh, so you don't let them get a, an easy shot off, you foul immediately
1: and not in the act. Radican, Biffle, Naman, he's standing Radican for St. Joe. 20 seconds left. Here's Radican. Drives inside. Runner won't drop. Biffle trying to get the rebound. Ball knocked to the bounds. They're going to say it's Marion ball. Last touch by Biffle. Woo. Tight call there. And they're going to say Biffle just touched it last with 16 and a half seconds left.
2: And now Marion going to call a timeout. <laughs> I love Coach Scott, the head coach. One of his assistants said a play. He says, I'm not doing that. So you know who the head coach is down there. Steve Scott is. <laughs> I love it. I love being dire. in basketball. Great. Hey, I,
1: I love it. When we're down to the final seconds, too. <laughs> under 20 seconds left, St. Joe now has the ball or excuse me. Marion now has the ball up by one. And obviously uh, a foul is going to come here and, and trying to now here's the thing by Marion. If you look down, you, you really want to get the ball in the hands of really foster Heimlich or Hutchin, they're all over seventy percent. So you get into either of those three. Now here's my question for you, Coach: Do you have any hesitation to put the ball in the hands of Foster, a freshman, or no? I Not don't.
2: at all. I was oh, yeah. gonna say, hey, I put the ball in Foster's hand. Hey, she's calm, cool. Uh, some. Not taking anything away from her, but sometimes uh, freshmen don't, haven't quite seen this pressure situation. <laughs> hey, just give me the ball and I'll get, uh, get up there and make the free throws.
1: All right, 16.5 seconds left. Marion up by one, 55-54, inbound pass comes uh, to Hutchin. Hudson. Hutchin blows by everybody, there. outlet pass up to Bethel, and then I don't know what happened There's a, a foul out
2: here at midcourt. There was uh, a Hutchin was fouled, Biffle uh, committed the foul. Biffle and got uh, hit
1: hard yeah. to the ground and picked up by coach Becca and now she
2: doesn't look good right now, Cashlin.
1: I think she might've just gotten the wind knocked no. out of her and it looks like Gorolchak now gonna come back in for Cashlin, Biffle.
2: It was a hard foul. I heard, I, I really wasn't watching, I, but I heard a large bang right to our right and looked up and saw the end of the collision. All right, so
1: 12.7 seconds left. <laughs> Marion up 55-54, Hutchin to the line. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. One-in-one situation, she makes the front end. Hutchin has been outstanding here tonight, 14 points.
2: Eight points in the the fourth fourth period, chance for her ninth point. She makes it,
1: pushes the lead to three, 57-54 with (laughs) 12.7 seconds left. But St. Joe still has an opportunity here to tie the game with a three. Or they could get a quick two and then force Marion to go to the free throw line
2: again. It'll be interesting to see what they set up here. Remember, they don't have Sullivan. That's the bottom. That's what I'm going to say. And tell you, Sullivan, I'd say, is the uh, the three-point shooter that you really would like to go to. Nobody else on the team really has a high percentage. Nauman may be next. You know about 35 percent same as some hasn't shot nearly as many so well, i'll say this about namon she's played yeah, really well in the fourth she quarter. has she's come so, through so here's she, her chance to really be a hero she was struggling early
1: on in the game but maybe now down the stretch you can go to her. It'll be interesting to see who they decide to go, or maybe they go for the quick two and well, they get that's
2: what—that's another option that you have. You're right. You go for the quick two and uh, and jump on and try to uh, commit, get the steal or the quick foul. So St. Joe up by or Marion or, up by
1: three, fifty-seven fifty-four.
2: Or, or if you're Marion,
1: do you, do you foul them right away? And I wouldn't. I would one and bonus without Sullivan in the game. I'd. I, I I'd be okay if they try to shoot a three. I, I would be su- okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Heestand puts up a three pointer here if mm-hmm. it goes to her. Radikin, Neman, Garalcek, West, and Heestand. Neman gets the inbound pass. Pressure
2: by back Marius. to Radikin.
1: Ten seconds left. West okay. to Neman. Open on the left wing for three. She got, got it! it. She got it. Woo-hoo! Two seconds left. Tied at fifty-seven. Hutchin at the buzzer won't go. We are going to overtime in the holy war on the hardwood. How about that?
2: Ah, uh, you called it, Ahns. You called it. Naman, for the three. Wow. <laughs> you barely hear yourself
1: thinking here. <laughs> I don't know if I could say I called it. I said Naman first, then I said he stands, so I gave both options. Yeah. Naman <laughs> with eight points all here in the fourth quarter, and we're tied at 57. Wow. Yeah. What Woo-hoo. a game. What a game. All right. So tied at 57 as we go to overtime in the Holy War on the hardwood.
2: Naman with eight points all here in the fourth quarter. Well, she's come through. Miss Pressure, I'll tell you, has really done a job. Well, i tell you what, she was struggling for a good chunk yeah. of the game. Yes, yeah, she was. But, the, hey, when the chips were down and uh, St. Joseph needed it, she was there. So
1: uh, Biffle, by the way, eight 4-12, has 14 for St. Joe. And again, Sullivan has fouled out of the game with the score tied at 57. Let's go courtside to Zach Smith.
3: Coach Becca really just wants the Indians to keep getting to the basket in this overtime period.
1: Well, it's as simple as that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, it does become you got the momentum simple. now if you're St. Joe. You. And with four minutes now on the clock, we're getting ready for the start of the fourth quarter. Just after 9 p.m., This is 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. You're listening to Overtime in the Holy War on the Hardwood Girls Edition. St. Joe has the ball to start OT. Here's Radican inside off the nice pass from Goralchak. Radikin is fouled going up for the shot. She'll go to the line to shoot two. 350 to play here in OT. I think a foul was on Heimlich,
2: and that's just her third foul. So... So Radican to the
1: line. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Radican makes the front end. Father Terry Coonan checking in on fouls for St. Joe. He's like a fourth assistant on the bench. Yeah, he Radican is. misses the free throw, but West gets the rebound. Radican now has the ball. St. Joe ahead 58-57 by one. Radican made one of two at the free throw line on that trip. Driving inside, he stands with the bucket. St. Joe up by three, 60 to 57.
2: Highest chance of six in a row now for St. Joseph to take this three point lead. Whoa. Here's Foster down by three.
1: Gives it off to Hutchin, Hutchin with the runner off the high glass, won't drop, ball tipped around. Heimlich with the long rebound, uh, gives it off to Foster. Foster wanted to put up a three, but <laughs> quickly, good defense there by Heestand to prevent it. Pass inside for Heimlich, Heimlich gets it to go.
2: Nice pass by Hutchin. Saw the open Foster and
1: got her the ball. Heimlich now has 13, three minutes to play here in OT. 60 to 59 is our score. radigan inside, bucket and a foul for Kelly Radigan.
2: Well, I'll tell you, she's come alive now here in overtime. And this
1: trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Radakin trying to complete the old fashioned three point play, get her fourth point of OT and put Marion ahead by four, but she misses mm-hmm. the free throw. Both teams have struggled at the free, free throw, throw line back. here tonight. Marion's or St. Joe's lead is three, 62-59. left, Foster drives inside. Awkward shot, but she's fouled and Sugar to the line.
2: Again, she took that thing right to the basket and you make them play defense and uh, that time she was able to pick up the foul. Again, a 79% free throw shooter on the year.
1: This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors and Foster makes the front end of two. She now has 22 points here tonight. Yeah, that's above her average. Second free throw is good, and Biffle gonna come into the game for
2: Haley West. Yeah, it's good to see her back in the ball game, Kation, took a hard blow. Biffle gonna come in the game,
1: and now balls. Uh, Nearly stolen throw. away, but Heistand gets it back for St. Joe. They're up by one. Naman gives it off to Radikin. Radikin has it across mid between the circles. Stops her dribble. To Naman. To Biffle at the free throw line. Back to Naman.
2: Naman <laughs> right
1: wing inside for Biffle. Biffle puts it up, and it's good for Cash
2: Biffle. That was great ball movement between Naman and Biffle, and finally Biffle found the nice easy shot and finished her off.
1: Biffle's got 16. St. Joe's up by three, 64-61, 2.05 to play. Here's Heimlich, right wing. Jaden Rangel, back to Hutchin. Hutchin to Peyton Rangel, back to Foster. Foster, long three, probably unwise, and then <laughs> Heimlich, they'll get a the rebound. And here's Jaden Rangel for three. Yeah. It won't drop. Yeah. check with a crucial, crucial. rebound for St. Joe. Good one, strong
2: rebound that time.
1: 145 to play, 64-61. Yeah. Biffle shot, yeah, yeah. maybe forced that one inside too yeah, quickly. Th-
2: I don't think that's the shot Coach Brzezinski wanted.
1: Here's opposite uh. end and Peyton Rangel turns it over. He Stan with, has the ball Cross mid court to DeMond. Becca Brzezinski telling her team to slow it down. Yeah. Neman fouled by Peyton Rangel. Well, I wonder at this point, Coach, it's been so high tempo. I think both teams are trying to keep it high tempo because that's the way it's been, but they're running out of gas.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I think, a great point. Uh, and I'll tell you, I think they are. It's just, uh, now the play is just uh, not the quality. It, is. it was something to get that into overtime. And now playing in the overtime, uh, they're struggling a little bit. So Neman at the free throw line front end of two
1: won't go and Marion gets the ball down by three Foster across midcourt 115 left in OT Marion down by three Rangel fakes the three drives inside goes up for the oh, shot right. won't get the foul called and radikin is pushed oh. <laughs> by Hutchin <laughs> no.
2: that's her third so she's only okay. the
1: third foul on Hutchin and radikin will go to the free-throw yeah. line on the opposite end we gotta name our Tony Letcher player oh, yeah, of I game forgot about at the that. end of the game. I got no idea what we're gonna do well, here. We got because if we St. Joe wins, gotta it's gotta be a St. Joe player. player.
2: That's right.
1: Andrew. Uh yeah, but <laughs> Marion's gotta win probably for <laughs> Marion to get the player of the game. And they got two candidates <laughs> in Foster and Heimlich, but oh, that's right. Here's Radic to the free throw line. Front end won't go. Oh. <laughs> Well, and you, Hutchin with the rebound. She's another contender of Marion. She is
2: <laughs> one minute, one minute to go
1: here at OT. Hutchin behind uh, the back, drives inside, goes up for the shot and uh, ball knocked uh, out of bounds uh, by Radekin. Good defense uh, there by Kelly radikin uh, the sophomore. 58 seconds left. Marion down 64-61. They have possession inbound pass to Peyton Rangel to Hutchin. Now to Foster, right wing for three
2: rims uh, off and goes up and over the backboard and out of bounds. Tough break there for the Knights. It was a great play set up by Coach Scott. Got Foster the three and uh, just couldn't quite finish it off. Kendall Bethel going to check in for Heimlich. Okay, that's uh, they're putting the defense squad in here now. They're going to be pressing and pressing all over the court. With five seconds guards.
1: left. Inbound pass in to Demond to Radikin. Radikin push it across m- oh, McQuarrie. they got her trapped. And then tries to pass it off, Hutchin steals the pass. Hutchin in transition, splits through the defense, goes up for the shot, can't get it to drop, but she's fouled.
2: She had a chance for a three pointer They just couldn't quite get it to drop. And she'll go to the line to shoot two, this trip to
1: the free throw line, brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. 40 seconds left here in overtime. St. Joe leading Marion 64-61. Mackenzie Hutchin at the free throw line for Marion. Front end of two is good for Hutchin. She now has 16.
2: Well, she's six of seven on the night from the free throw line, so she's a good free throw shooter. Second free
1: throw, uh, rims uh, off. check with a big rebound, but Hutchin steals it away, uh, passes it off, and it's <laughs> stolen away by oh. Neman. <laughs> Naman
2: is fouled on the play, and
1: she's going to go to the line now.
2: Or is there, oh, they're calling a foul. That's right. Uh, <laughs> okay.
1: Great effort yeah. by St. Joe after the play right. to keep, to well, I guess, gain
2: possession back because Hutchins stole it back. Hutchins stole it, and then the ball was stolen back, and then a, a foul was committed by, uh, by the Marion Knights. It's it Foster, Foster, her third. Naman at the free throw line. Free throw rims off. Well, that's her her second miss. All the great things she's done. Now she needs to finish off a few free throws.
1: 64-62. St. Joe up by two. 34 seconds left. Naman was the hero at the end of regulation with a three to tie it. She misses both free throws. (laughs) Hutching gets the rebound. Namon fights for it. They're going to call her for a foul. Yeah,
2: she went over the back, I think.
1: Yeah, and I'm that so means Hutchin goes to the free line? throw line for a chance to tie the
2: game. Ooh. And that right now is probably not who you want. Hutchin's 6 of 8 on the on the evening. That's 75%. Naman aggressive after yeah. missing the free throws because she wanted to make up for
1: it. Gets yeah. a high five from Becca Braschewski <laughs> saying, hey, you're doing a good job. 15 missed free throws from St. Joe throws. here tonight, Coach. Wow. And Hutchin yeah. makes the front end.
2: That's one of those things Coach Muschetsky's going to look at and just win or lose. It's something you got to work on. Second free throw for Hutchin to tie Different. the game. Rims off.
1: Gralchak the rebound. 30 seconds left. Hutchin tries to fly in there for the steal. Oh, yeah. man, she almost got the jump ball, uh, but they're going to call
2: her for the foul. She got picked up a foul. I think uh, she was going in there. I don't think it mattered. Foul, if she gets the steal, Grave gets the foul. That's great, too. check going through the free throw line. That's her
1: fourth. No, it's Radikin to the free throw line. Oh, Radikin! Excuse yes. me. Hutchin came flying in at Mach seven speed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to try to get that, that great steal. Line, and Radikin to the free throw line, trying to extend the lead. Twenty-six seconds left here. Front end is good for Kelly Radikin.
2: Well, she had missed four straight, but she put that
1: one down. Well, the had missed the Radikin had missed too. Yeah, man. Yeah, she, she had missed four. Yeah. All right. Here's Radikin's second free throw. Oh, <laughs> she's clutched there. <laughs> Not Mixed this time. St. Joe's lead is three. Yeah. 25 seconds left. 20 seconds to play. Marion down by three. Hutchin for three. Off the high glass. Oh. Misses. in the rebound. Off to Naman. Naman across midcourt. And Naman is fouled oh. by Hutchin. Hutchin has fouled out of the game. Yes.
2: Yeah, she- And now
1: Naman can ice the game (laughs) at the free throw line here.
2: And she's had a little trouble at the free throw line, but i tell you, she's gonna be shooting two and uh, if she can just make one of them, it can put uh, St. Joseph really in the driver's seat.
1: All eight of her
2: points in the fourth (laughs) quarter, including the three with four seconds left to force OT. Well, She's gotta be considered for the Tony Letcher player of the game also. Well, Hutchins got to come out
1: of the game now yeah. and Kendall Bethel will enter Hutchin certainly upset that she fouled out and can't be on the floor for her team. Fouls out of the game with, what'd she have, 17?
2: Yes. Six.
1: Here's Neman at the free throw line, <laughs> misses the
2: front end. Well, there's still hope for the Marion Knights. I mean, she's a contender for player of the game. She's got to make one of these free throws. Yeah, if she'd make this free throw, uh, it'd be think awful we, <laughs> tough to tie a game and then ice a game. Well, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Steve Scott yeah. may be trying to ice <laughs> Neman at the free throw line, or at least setting up strategy here, make or miss of what he's going to do. 66-63, St. Joe up by three, as Naman will go to the free throw line to try to make it a four-point lead Steve Scott meanwhile coach when you're down <laughs> by three and the other team is shooting uh, one, one what are you are you you're
2: drawing up multiple situations I assume you're. you are you're trying to draw things up if you got the you know if she misses you've got to have a three-point shot probably in this situation might get it up there for a two in it in a timeout I'm not sure how many timeouts they have left but uh, you know and, and if they make it I tell you, it's gonna be awful tough because uh, St. Joe is going to, uh, you know, let him go dribble down the floor.
1: I think they're both out of timeouts
2: both at this are, point. I, there's been a lot of timeouts. This has been a long fourth period and uh, overtime. Maybe <laughs> We've been here for quite a while. What so, a good game we have had here. St. Joe
1: leading 66-63. Naman trying to ice the game with the free throw here with 10 seconds left. She struggled at the free throw line, was the hero in the fourth quarter with a three pointer to tie the game with four seconds left. Now she can make it a four point game with 10 seconds left. (laughs) Rims off, Heimlich the rebound. Foster brings the ball up the floor. Marion has a chance to tie. Five seconds left, Foster to Heimlich. Heimlich for three, won't go. Uh St. Joe wins it, 66 to 63, and a celebration on the floor for the St. Joe Indians.
2: <laughs> wow! What a game, Ange, what a game. Woo!
1: St. Joe wins 66-63. Coach, I don't know, <laughs> who do you think we gotta get this player to the game to? I think we've got to still give it to Naman.
2: I have I have to go with her. I think uh, just such a key play. I wish you would have made a couple free throws. Then I felt a little better about it. But, uh, hey, that three was clutch. And it got them into a situation where St. Joseph was able to play in overtime and win the ball game. All right.
1: Our Tony Letcher player of the game is the one that forced overtime
3: for the St. Joe Indians, Mia Naman. Let's go courtside to Zach Smith. Mia what does it mean to get revenge from the loss last year and win this holy war?
4: Uh, it's just really awesome. It takes a lot of hard work and effort, and I think it's really rewarding for us to win this in the long run.
3: And the regulation, down three, what's going through your head as you pull up?
4: Um, I was just thinking uh, probably just shoot the ball because we need to make one, and it went in, so that was really exciting as a team.
3: Congrats, Mia.
1: All right, that is me and Naman, our player of the game, brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. And, wow, what a performance for the St. Joe Indians to rally. And, Naman, okay it wasn't a perfectly played game for her because she missed a lot, a lot of free, free throws th- in overtime that could have put put this yeah. one away. Yeah. But when you score eight points in the fourth quarter, you hit a three to force those, overtime, those you deserve to be the player of the oh, game. I agree you?
2: 100%. And it's just a, nothing nothing but clutch is what, the, what it was for her. And uh, that's something she'll uh, think about uh, the rest of the rest of her life, matter of fact. She can always say that, nail that three to take it into overtime, and we beat the, uh, beat the Knights. The Redeemer Radio Player of the Game is brought
1: to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Tony is a parishioner at Queen of Peace Catholic Church, and his kids attend Marion High School. If you're looking for assistance with Medicare, your family, or individual health insurance or life insurance, you can contact Tony today at 855-776-2438 or visit his website, tletcher.com. That's tletcher.com. T-L-E-T-C-H-E-R.com. Thanks to Tony Letcher from Health Markets for supporting high school sports on Redeemer Radio. Oh, man, I am out of breath. (laughs) 66-63, your final score. St. Joe gets the win over Marion here in overtime in the Holy War on the hardwood. What a victory for the Tribe, Coach.
2: Well, it really was, and you know they now we go back and look at you know they hadn't played in a couple of weeks, and uh, maybe they were you know had some turnovers and things like that, but uh, hey, I think they got their legs real fast, and they knew the uh, importance of this game and what it meant to them. It also you know it's a it's a conference victory, and that's something that's very important trying to uh, to keep up with Penn and Washington in the uh, conference race. So this is a big victory for the Saint Joseph Indians. All right. All right, let's go to Josh Jude
1: now with uh, some of the highlights of our stats from tonight. Josh.
9: San Joe managed to pull out the game even with double-digit missed free throws with the help of Keegan Sullivan with 19 points and Cash and Biffle with a hard-earned double-double. Marion kept up, but they had struggles. with They lost the turnover battle by about four turnovers. They had a huge double-double from their center who had 17 rebounds. Nevaeh Foster also chipped in 23 points, which helped lead the offensive attack for the Marion Knights.
1: And, Josh, you said uh, multiple missed free throws for yeah. St. Joe. What did it end up being by the end of the game?
9: 15 exactly. 15, 15 missed misses. free
1: throws for St. Joe in this game, So, yeah. uh, and they still win. So <laughs> yeah. how about that's that?
2: amazing it really is that you can win missing 15 free throws in the game so they were doing some other things you know right they were and uh, hey the defense and uh, some of the three point shooting early really helped them out coach you have
1: uh, the final individual scoring you want to go through
2: well let's go through it here real quickly first for the Marion Knights uh, Kendall Bethel who played a lot of the game but got one point Nevaeh Foster got 23 points, had good balance throughout the game. Mackenzie Hudgen had 17 points. Jaden Rangel had six. Peyton Rangel had three. And Christina Heimlich, who... As Josh mentioned, had a double double, and she had 13 points for the victorious Saint Joseph Indians. Kelly Radigan had nine points. Keshlyn Biffle had 16 points. Keegan Sullivan had 19 points, and she got a lot of her nine of her 19 in the first quarter. It was real hot starting the ball game. Garalcek added uh, three points. Sarah Hestan added nine points i'll tell you i'll give sarah a lot of credit she was chasing the via foster around all night long and that was not an easy job and still she came up with nine points on her own mia namen our tony letcher player of the game had eight points for the ball game all right, let's do it again next Tuesday for the boys' edition of the Holy War.
1: I, I didn't like that they split up the games, but I'm kind of happy they did because I don't know if I'd be
2: able to broadcast another game right now. Can you imagine game would, right now <gasps> Now we have another game that now, it really has potential to be a great game? But before we get to that game, we've
1: got doubleheader action on Friday night as Marion will travel to Mishawaka Friday night in a girls-boys doubleheader. The girls game tips off at 6 p.m. with the boys to follow here on Redeemer Radio. And then again, next Tuesday night, it's the boys' edition of the Holy War. A great week of Hoosier hysteria here on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Coach, your final
2: thoughts on this victory for the St. Joe Indians. Hey, it was a typical Holy War. I don't know any way to put it. Uh, The— the teams were going at each other. You mentioned there a number of times. It's getting physical out there. It, it was. The teams were going after each other, going hard, and it's just the type of game that makes high school basketball, just to me, the greatest thing in the world. It really is. Uh, teams just battling each other, and this is a rivalry. It's a true rivalry. Sometimes rivalries kind of come and go, but uh, this one has been forever, and I don't care what the sport is. I remember John Brock told us the biggest crowd at uh, bowling, at, the bowling yeah. at Chippewa Bowling Alley was when Marion and, and uh, St. Joseph bowled against each other, and that's the type of rivalry it is, and it was that type of game here tonight. All right,
1: that's a wrap on tonight's action. Be sure to join us this Friday again for doubleheader action as Marion goes on the road to Mishawaka. Next Tuesday night, boys' edition of The Holy War. High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio is presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Learn more about Andrew at AndrewWeissKOFC.com. Thanks to our producer back at the 95-7 studios, Joe Andert, and to our student interns, Marion's Cam Duranick on social media, St. Joe's Zach Smith as our courtside reporter, and St. Joe's Josh Jude on on stats. For my partner, Bob Berger, I'm Angel DiCarlo. The final score from St. Joe, the Indians take on, take out the Marion Knights, 66-63 in overtime as what a game for St. Joe as they win the holy war on the hardwood. We'll see you next time. Good night and God bless from St. Joe.
6: As we get older, it's natural to think about what kind of legacy we will leave to those we love. Life in this world is finite, and when we face death, there can be abundant peace in knowing that all we have worked for will help others to become saints. Leave a legacy of evangelization by planning to give a portion of your estate to Redeemer Radio in your will. Your gift will have eternal consequences in the lives of those brought into deeper relationship with Christ because of Redeemer Radio.
7: This is Father Nathan Maskell, chaplain of Marion High School. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. In thanksgiving for all God's gifts. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Marion High School Athletics.
0: Thanks for joining us for High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. Our broadcast was presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank, does matter. And by Tire Rack. More tires, great prices. Visit tirerack.com. We now return you to regular programming already in progress.